but the majority of Atlantans are really great people. They really care about each other. Our traffic sucks and everybody's pissed because of it, but the majority of people actually care about each other and there is a sense of community in Atlanta. Yeah. Which is hard to find. Yeah, yeah it is, especially in big cities. episode of Media Unshackled here at MJ BizCon 2023. It is Thursday evening, Thursday afternoon. We are wrapping up. I think it's our last one for today, and then we have a whole another set tomorrow. But we are pleased to be here with Georgia. So I know nothing about Georgia. I can barely even spell Georgia at this point in my life. So <laughs> it's going to be exciting to learn what's going on there. And I want to first reintroduce Charlie, one of our hosts in training here, and one of our, our hosts and hosts, because Dispo is hosting us. Right? Thank you, Dimitri. Yes, a host within a host. Again, I'm Charlie with Dispo. Uh, we do custom packaging, branding, logistics. Um, so we obviously like to engage with uh, anybody that needs help in that realm. And if there's anything we can do for you, please let me know. Right on. Yeah, one of the cool things about Dispo is they specialize in helping with those packaging nuances state by state. So they got members of their team who like can look at things and make sure that you're compliant within different states as well. You know, which is good. You guys do that internationally too? Is that, does it even exist internationally? I don't know. Uh, basically, the far as we get is Puerto Rico at the moment. So. Okay. Well, good. That's for I, I go there once. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. Let's first, uh, Dustin and Matt, yep. tell us a little bit about who you are, how you got involved in cannabis, yep. companies you work for, et cetera. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Um, Dustin Hawksworth. I am the founder, creator, editor at large of Fat Nugs Magazine. Um, been doing this for a couple of years now. Uh, and we focus on really the community and culture side, the small mom and pop equity legacy veteran and women owned cannabis businesses and voices. Um, and that's what we really focus on when it comes to telling stories, authentic journalism and, and badass art. That's that's really what we focus on. I love I've learned to love the legacy market, the deeper and deeper and longer and longer I've been involved in cannabis and the nuances and the regulations and the licensing, the drug war 2.0 and yeah. prohibition 2.0. It makes yep. me realize that we gave away, except for the heavy hand of God, which would put everybody in jail, true freedom. Sure. You know in, 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 absolutely. There's, there's good and bad with the legacy market. There always has been, right? But it's the place where um, everything started. It's the place where the real yeah. weed lives, to yes, be honest it with is. you. It's where our growers have come from. It's where uh, most of our great growers still reside. Um, and that's no different in Georgia, as a matter of fact. We're going to get into Georgia here in a second. That was a nice transition. Matt. Tell, hey, us, uh, tell us about Matt. Yeah, hey, I'm Matt Johnson. I am a risk manager over at Assured Partners. Do insurance for the cannabis industry. Worked for a large specialty cannabis insurance carrier before this and a Berkshire Hathaway company before that. Uh, not quite as fun as running Fat Nugs magazine, but I am lucky <laughs> enough to live, you know, 15 minutes down the street from Dustin. Uh, yeah, I remember last year, MJ Biz, I think, wasn't that the first print edition? It was the first print edition. Yeah, yeah. It's been was... a year since we went to, to print, so yeah. Yeah, another That's official awesome. media sponsor yeah. out here with uh, stacks of magazines disappearing on the first day. It's, it's crazy. Uh, are, so you, are you guys friends from before this? Uh, we, uh, yeah, since before yeah. Uh, this actual show? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've hung out several times. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, you live down the street from one yeah. another. Yeah, he lives about eight miles from me, so yeah. Yeah, and it's we, not that unfun. I see your socks. Oh, yeah, man. You gotta, <laughs> no, he, he, so if you can get away with those socks at the corporate level, He's definitely right. fun. Don't let him fool you, dude. He's he's a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's fun. And you guys live in Atlanta? Yeah, we do. I've been to Atlanta. 
Yeah. What did you think? Most people have um, <laughs> at least gone through it or yeah, flown, the airport. flown yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tell you something about Atlanta. And I used to love Diet Coke and I used to love Coca-Cola. So, <laughs> yeah. I realized at the point um, when I was in Atlanta that why CNN is so misguided. Really? Because of certain things that CNN, CNN sees the world through lenses that the rest of us don't. Sure. Because of the location where they are and what there's, what happens there around that kind so of thing. So I'd push back on that. The reason they see things the way that they do is money and who controls them, right? That's, they're not an independent media source at all. Right. So you'll never get a real story, the full, you know, scope of that story. Uh, another, yeah, well, we, we're in agreement. Uh, there's another element as to why they're so twisted and warped and what they what they put on, but... Uh, but yeah, Atlanta is twisted and warped. <laughs> well, you know yeah. what? Uh, <laughs> Especially the highways. I, 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 you know, no I, actually, I actually didn't, haven't really experienced much racism in my life, you yeah. know? Um, but I saw and watched some interactions with some people at some restaurants near CNN that I was like... Interesting. Yeah, I, I really Was it Waffle felt, House? I, I, no, I, I really <laughs> felt like, you know, there were some racial tones, and I could see sure. where, like, you know, all the support staff and workers within that CNN building are experiencing race relations the same sure. way that that is happening right there. And when I just limited my little yeah. experience, I was like, yeah. I get it, you know? People can be pissed off, and look, CNN it, seems really pissed off. Yeah, at, at times. You know but look, Atlanta is one of the most diverse cities we have in the country, if not the world. So you're going to get all types of people. So yeah. you're going to run into some fucking assholes, for sure. We yeah. always do. But the majority of Atlantans are really great people. They really care about each other. Our traffic sucks, and everybody's pissed because of it. But the majority of people actually care about each other, and there is a sense of community in Atlanta. Yeah. Which no, is hard but, to find. Yeah, but, yeah, it is, especially in big cities. Enough about that. Let's go back to cannabis industry. So how, how long have you guys been? I know you've been uh, involved in Georgia. Where is Georgia at right now? Medicinal, adult use? When did it go medicinal? Uh, actually, you know what? Go ahead. All right. Uh, so in 2015, Georgia initially passed medical cannabis legislation saying, hey, uh, we have kids here who are dying. They have epilepsy. They have cancer. They can't get any kind of treatment. They're getting treatment from out of state, going to Colorado, going to California, where people have these products. And it's time for us to put something in place. So uh, they did that in 2015. They didn't really get a program rolling. They passed another law in 2018 doing effectively the same thing. And Really, there was no meaningful progress made with the medical cannabis program until 2022. Uh, they announced their intent to award six licenses to Tier 1, bigger facilities, for Tier 2, smaller facilities. Stop uh, right there. All right, good. At that point, what happened was a shit show, like it always does in every state, right? Right. Where everything ends up in litigation. So we have two operational licenses, basically, that are actually working in the state. And, and who were they? Uh, True Leave. Go ahead. And Botanical Sciences. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and explain what that tier license looked like. Was it a vertical, all elements, or what? They're all vertical. So a tier one license entitles you to up to 100,000 square feet of canopy space. Canopy space. Uh, tier two is 50,000 square feet of canopy space, and I believe you get uh, five dispensary licenses with each. And tier uh, one got how many dispensary licenses? Oh, each. Uh, so, yeah. That. Yeah. Okay, go on. So, the, so it... it litigation started immediately after those two were issued? Protests on protests. I think somewhere north of 100 protests uh, from people who did not get the license that they had applied for and spent tons of money on and waited a long time to hear back on. So, well, th And think about why. 
right? The the the, the smaller people, shit. right? The the people <laughs> who really deserve to have these licenses right. to operate in this space don't get the opportunity to do so. Yeah. State after state. We keep seeing the same players do the same shit with our legislatures, and that's what's going on. Yeah. So people are pissed off. So absolutely, you should see these things you know, erupt in protests. This is 2018. Uh, 2022. 20, 20, Just 2022? 20, yes. Yeah. So having open medical cannabis dispensaries is a pretty novel thing for Georgia. We had a couple open... I think towards the start of the year? Two. Yeah, one yeah. is up by my parents, as a matter of fact. And, and you Marietta. rode by and took a picture of it. Yeah. It's one of the saddest things I've ever seen. It is really it a is. leaf store? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's right next to a Planned Parenthood. Uh, and I went on the opening day, and there were just all these protesters outside. And I was like, surely Georgia is not so conservative that we have people picketing the dispensary that's opening today. This is insane. And I was right. They were picketing the, the Planned Parenthood. Yeah. So. Very interesting times in Georgia, for real. So I'm sure they were mad about the weed, what, too. What yeah. month in 2022 was that? Oh, I want to say March. I, no idea. I'd have to check. Yeah, and you know, Kenneth's policy moves fast, so where's Georgia now? <laughs> uh, actually, a little bit further. Not sure. much. Sure. Uh, it's not that fast. Well, it, it, the media w that comes out would have you believe that it's um, doing fantastic things. It, the state of Georgia and cannabis is, is real, right? That's what the media would have you believe coming out because lately we've seen a lot of articles being pushed of how cannabis is going to, uh, Georgia's going to be the first state to allow cannabis sales in actual pharmacies, right? You've seen these things come out over the past month or so. It's, I'm going to call what it really is. It's bullshit. Yeah. But go you ahead. can't walk into a CVS and well, we buy said your the same tincture. thing when we heard about yeah. it. Yeah. But here's the real market, all right? Let me tell you what Georgia really is. Um, they've, when we first started, I think it was um, somewhere around 30 or 40,000 uh, patients. Were, around 2015? Uh, what was that? That was probably 2018, I think, in, I think. Yeah, 2015 to 2018, you could register with the Department of Public Health to get a medical marijuana card. You could have your medical marijuana card. You just had nowhere to use it. You had uh, nowhere to get it. Yeah. Nobody knows any... So this is the current market. It's a, it's a medical market, okay? But that again, I'm calling it bullshit because no one knows where to get a card. No one knows who the doctors are that they can speak to. No one knows the list of things that you're allowed to get access to, to cannabis for. And it's a very short list. So instead of the thirty or 40,000 that we thought we had, we just did a, 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 an, audit. an audit and we came up with... 13, in between 13 and 14,000 in a state of 8 million people. There is no fucking market. It's a lie. It's sort of ridiculous. Yeah. And all the media that I keep seeing coming out pushing how great things are going on in Georgia and how we're doing special things that no one else is doing, it's, it's BS. It really is. It's kind of sad. So, yeah, there should be like 300,000, 500,000 patients. Like Maybe. Given this oh, at least. Yeah. 8 million people. Yeah. Arizona is 7.8 million people. We, when we went from a medical to adult use, we had about 300. Yeah, yeah the same lines with 000. Missouri as well. I mean, so they're you know right aligned with Arizona. So I mean, yeah. you can imagine that Georgia would follow suit with you know similar sized states. Yeah, and, and the dispensary thing, right? We have what two? I think two. Two. It, Out of eight, eight million, million people, people, two. But it it doesn't matter. So they're they. I don't think they will ever really um, accept that model, I think what they're going to try and do is push it into these smaller pharmacies, these local pharmacies. I think that's really what they want to do. I think it's a terrible idea. 
Uh, these people aren't trained properly, I promise you. Oh, it doesn't matter. And, and of course, there's only, it's, it's oils, right? That's basically what we have, topicals and stuff like that. So you don't even That's have all. any flour. Oh, there's no flour. There's no, no flour. There's no and tinctures and <laughs> yeah. baby soft You can't burn anything in the state. Capped at 5% THC, by the way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's it's insane to think about, and and again, they're calling this a medical market. Thirteen but, but, to fourteen well, thousand patients. This was voted in. I mean, uh, no, 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 no. It was not voted. Yeah, in. everything in Georgia is is backroom deals. We all know this. It's the South. There's a bunch of old white folks that are making the laws for everyone else, and that's exactly what's going on. That's what see, we that's have. That's the feeling I got there. Fuck yeah, man. That's exactly that's why what CNN's it is. Upset. It's exactly what. See, you agree with me there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I just really felt that. Um, so the stuff that has gotten voted in, that has been a, a positive for the state, we have seen decriminalization measures be effective in some of the larger me metropolitan areas. So yes. Athens, Georgia, home to UGA, Savannah, Georgia, the, the largest port city yes. in the state, and, of course, Atlanta have all decriminalized cannabis. So, so that's the really great thing that yep. we have in the state. The one thing that I'm very proud that we have, especially because I'm in Atlanta, is we've decriminalized. So no one gives a shit. We can smoke all day long as long as you're not being an idiot, right? Exactly. You're not, you're not doing stupid things walking around. Just like you can't drink a beer outside in public, right? That's, unless you're here. Exactly. In certain, <laughs> unless you're in certain areas. But is, no one cares. So that's the really good thing. So what that has done has solidified the legacy market even further into our city, right? So everybody has access to pretty solid quality cannabis in Atlanta because... We're not getting in trouble for it. Yeah. It's decriminalized. Do you right. see a turning point anytime soon with the direction that it's going? Or? I do not. I almost think you see broader federal change before Georgia's state Florida. change comes. Yep. I mean, Florida almost seems like they're on the tipping point of flipping recreational. Absolutely. Long overdue. I mean, for a state that has 170 million adult visitors every year, they're missing out on a major revenue center. And they know it. Oh, they know it. <laughs> are, yeah. are they, like, they don't uh, care. What percentage of your uh, legislature assembly, what do you guys have there? Uh, legislature or assembly? What does it matter? Uh, it, um, we have a, a, a legislature. Bicameral, yeah, yeah, legislature. What, what, uh, what percentage is, is favorable towards cannabis uh, bills and, and, and legislation that would improve, expand the medical opportunity, and you maybe know, even do adult use? I mean, it's like 30, 70, or 40, 60, or 51, 49? That's a great question, man. Oh. I, do, I think it's probably a lot less yeah, than what we would tend to believe. I think... There are things going on in the state that are forcing the hands of certain people, but that's also why you're seeing everything being slow played, right? We're doing our best. We're trying our best, and then we're going to push this media out and makes it look that we're doing great yeah. things, right? Nothing is happening. It's just very, very slow. So that's that's what's going on. I don't, and I think that means we probably have less than thirty percent of the legislature that actually yeah. supports cannabis. Yeah. So there should probably be a story done about the access and availability of all these California brands, all these brands from oh, Colorado, oh, throughout Atlanta. That's not even the case, though. That's not the case. You see more local. Yeah. Oh, local we have a lot of okay. legacy growers in Georgia. People okay. don't realize that. Yeah. If you can know your grower in Georgia, you're fine. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I bet the police has a lot of statistics on this as to what they uh, confiscate. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm um, sure. I would assume so. Yeah, that would actually give some information to the, uh, to the politicians. But you have to remember, since it's decriminalized in the city, they don't really focus on it. They don't... Do they bust no. small uh, uh, now, commercial operations? That's a good question. That would be a question. We don't see a lot of headlines about it. Yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll hear one or two every now and again. And if, 
it, it's usually when they're in the heavier drugs and they also have, have right. cannabis associated on with cannabis. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's nuts in Atlanta, right? You've got billboards on the the MARTA bus stations for Narcan and you know opioid overdose, right. you know countermeasures and things like that. And yep. We know there's a safer alternative out there. We've acknowledged that in law for eight years as a state, and we still have virtually zero patient access. We're saying 14,000 patients out of 8 million people. It's insane. ridiculous. Business so. opportunity for our freedom-loving audience. Atlanta, <laughs> take a station wagon, set up a shop, <laughs> just open up your trunk or whatever that's called and sell out of the back of it. There you Don't go. Don't use dispo packaging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You'd okay. have to have EIN. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to get them in trouble, you know, but, you know, it's an opportunity. I'm a free market guy. The nonsense and the bullshit and the horse shit of all these regulations. Yeah, the extra taxes, it's the nonsense is ridiculous. Ridiculous yeah. how it's how it's unraveling. And the most important aspect of it that I think is ridiculous is licensing caps. Oh yeah. The, just yeah. the cap aspect. I get well, yeah. okay, I'll compromise with the regulations and the funny packaging rules and the funny testing rules. I'll compromise sure. with all that. But the caps kill me. Sure. Well that's when you Because that's what really crushes people. Well yeah, you because that's you know, you give companies an entire state market. That's yeah. not fair. It's, it's the worst thing that we could ever happen right. to, to cannabis. Right. The, the worst thing you could ever have right. is for corporate cannabis to take over, and that's all you get. And then that's because of the caps. You know, the regulations and all this other stuff, it, you know, it's okay to say, hey, hey, son, you've been growing illegally. Now shape up, pay your taxes, get your zoning. There's a process you have to go through. But give them that opportunity. And then you can get it. Yeah. But it's the caps that stops them from even having the opportunity to get yep. there. That's why I constantly tell people, that, you know, uh, caps, the concept of licensing caps, not just in cannabis, but in any industry, is the devil incarnate yeah. alive in America today in the cannabis industry. No, I'm yep. going to have to contradict that for Ooh. a moment here. Oh, I like this. I'm As challenged. a free market guy, I literally founded a capitalist club at my high school. Nice. And that's the nerdy thing I'm wearing a bow tie. I can do it. And that you believe scares it. me. Game on, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> but you got the socks, though, man. Yeah, you got the socks. Let's go. Oh. Okay, so which state has probably the worst Virginia. reputation as a medical <laughs> cannabis marketplace. Virginia. Well, a surprisingly Republican oh, state, no license caps, Oklahoma. Oh, yes. Right? That was my second. Two grand to get a license. There was virtually no, no regulation, no regulation for years. It can be done better. No, go on. I, I don't think that went so well. So in the early phases here, ultimately, yes, free market, right. interstate commerce, let the cream rise to the top. I think that's how it should be. Starting out early, Certainly, you don't only want six operators in a state. That's very restrictive, especially for a substantial population of 8 million. Uh, you also don't want to limit home grow and people's ability to provide their own medicine, right? Uh, but I do think when it's going to be regulated, everything's going to be lab tested. They're going to have to be these checks and quality controls and right. some degree of regulatory oversight. You don't want to have that Wild West, Oklahoma mistake of sure. giving Smoke out 8,000. Well, but yes, it's, not, it's not a mistake, though. It's not a mistake because you said worst reputation. Worst reputation according to who? Yeah, it's an ex And whose agenda? Sure. And whose idea of what is best and worst are you looking at? A lot of people are complaining because it was hard for them to succeed. But guess what? They're losers. And as, as Donald Trump says, yeah, we don't like losers. And there will always be losers. That's sure. capitalism. That's sure. the free market. I mean, that's what needs to happen. And Let's and, put free in quotes. We all yeah, know that. And, yes, and, and please. here's the thing. Here's, I, I agree with you. It costs a lot, okay? It costs a lot to do the compliance, to do the cameras, to do the testing and all that. Shouldn't. But guess what? We're at Thanksgiving dinner, okay? And I'm your 18-year-old son, and you're talking to me. What do you want to tell me? Son, you know, here's the reality of life, okay? 
you need skills, you need money, you need to, me, you need skills, you need to abide by the rules, and then you can participate, get in there, participate, and abide by the rules. Or sun, you need skills, you need by the by the rules. But by the way, I happen to vote for and support a government that created licensing caps, so there's no way you can get past that barrier, yeah, son. No so go work for somebody who's going to always be your boss. Go learn about the cultivations, the manufacturing, and the retail activity within there. Become an expert, and guess what? Then you'll have skills, and you still can't get past that barrier that the yeah, government created. Yeah, yeah. Licensing caps are as atrocious as anything that existed in the principalities yeah. and the kingdoms of the 17th century. Listen. And America was based and, and created on the idea that we needed to get rid of caps. They had big caps called England. Big cap <laughs> yeah. called France. Yeah. Big cap called Spain. Yeah. Little cap called Luxembourg. That was the guy who didn't like France and England and went over the there banking. and said, I'm going to call you motherfuckers out and start a revolution <laughs> in the 16th century. No doubt. I'm enlightened in the 15th century. Yeah. And if you motherfuckers don't give me my own principality, well, I'm going to bring the whole fucking thing down. Well, it's about control, right? But That's yeah, what it it's is. It's about it control and power. Is. And that yeah. guy, he got Luxembourg and then he got Monaco because they were smart enough to, like, wake up. You know, the enlightenment 100%. probably happened. The revolution probably happened before we were even aware of it. History has no idea what they're talking about. I do. Anyways, so I promise you I'm right on this. And I'm figuring it out okay. every day. It's lovely. I love you, Beth. All right. you got me you got me all stirred all right, up. All right, I so, like it. Okay, so I'll, let's go. Let's go. I'll let's seed and say on the national level, assume perfect competition exists. Assume you have no licensing uh, caps. caps. You have a true free marketplace. I think that works at a federal level and ideally an, an international level if you can do it. On the state level, Given the, the high cost of compliance, we're just talking about cameras, red, regulations, packaging, everything that goes into it. I think there's some argument it's beneficial as the market starts out. Now, you get to a state like California that's got 40 million people, 42 million people, right? It's bigger than Canada. Uh, I, I think that's a pretty yeah, good... Uh, but the high cost The of, winners but, win, the losers lose. But the lose. high cost of a compliance. So both uh, Charlie and I want to start a business over there and say there's a really high cost of compliance. And Charlie says, I'm going to go to my rich uncle and get that. And then I'm going to do it. And I'm going to say, well, I don't have the money, so I'm not going to do it. That's So life. what's the moral here? Have a rich uncle, right? Yeah, but I, I have a, pro but I have a problem with God, that I need one of those. <laughs> I got a problem with that approach as well because it shouldn't cost me a boatload of fucking money to, to be able agree. to sell weed. And, I, and I'm with Agreed. you. And yeah, I'm with you. Hugely agree. Yeah, but if you think it's better on the federal side, so if you're kind of more rooting for a federal legalization, correct? Deschedule it entirely, yeah. But what do you think happens to the legacy Thank growers you. after it goes federally legal and then all you have is MSOs running this? It's a good question. Yeah, uh, which uh, we don't uh, want ever. Uh, uh, exactly. Because that's exactly what is going to happen. The yeah. legacy grower is going to go the way of the dodo bird. Well, that, I, I still don't, I don't think that'll ever happen. I really don't, just qu based on quality alone. Yeah, sure. I think you're always going to have the Walmarts of weed, right? I think you're always going to have that, and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. The cannabis community and the cannabis culture and the cannabis consumer is too smart to let that happen. 100%, because what happens that's what is I found. the first time you get burned by going into one of those shops, and I promise you, you will get burned when yes. you go into one of those shops, that's when you immediately go, fuck that. Where's my grower? Yeah, where's my where's my plug? <laughs> where's my where's guy? the dude that I used to <laughs> yeah. call? I promise you, that's just fucking what happens. And, and there, and, and exactly that. Given the intelligence of the patient, the consumer, and the fact that they want different choices, different things, they understand cannabis to be unique. It's not toilet paper, so it's not like anyone can it's produce not it. It's a all going to be the same. It's going to be more like you know onions, where my grandmother, deep in the mountains of Oaxaca, grew these scallions yes. that were utilized in New York restaurants uh, because they were special scallions. 
I didn't find them too unique, but somebody who liked scallions did. Yeah. And she grew scallions. Guess what? They grew, they grew hundreds of millions of pounds of scallions yeah. in California. But yet my grandmother's Oaxacan scallions, which cost a tiny bit more, yeah. Yeah. were somehow special and wanted by some restaurant tour in New York. There you go. That's quality. What it, that's what it will get to, yeah. even though I don't well, give a shit about onions. Here's the other problem with having MSOs or corporate like me, cannabis you? takeover. Yeah, dude. Well, high cuisine is incredible. We won't have you home grow. grow. You're loving me now. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We won't have home grow. We won't have caregiver rights, right? If MSOs and corporate cannabis well, have their way. They're going to change it. lobbyists they'll take their way. Exactly. Yeah, They'll absolutely. take it all away. And that's one thing that, and I know that limiting licenses is your thing. The lobbying against home grow and caregiver rights burns my fucking ass so bad I can't stand it. And I will not, I refuse to work with any company that, that has ever been it's associated with it. It's the same thing. I agree with you on that too. Yeah. Yes. But, but, but that doesn't burn my, chat my hide as much as the licensing caps does. Yeah. You know, fair. Yeah, because not everyone wants to grow their own. It's just a right that you should have. I should absolutely, well, absolutely be able to grow. You your can own. buy 100%. tomatoes in a Publix. You don't have to do that, though. You can grow it's your not, own. Look, it's at home. not legal without home grow. Well, here's, yeah. here, here's the thing: it's, it's a commodity that I get to buy from you. It's not legal. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. But if you had, if you had no licensing caps, in theory, a home grower could get some sort of small permit. Not that we want to have that happen. We shouldn't even have a fucking permit. Why do I, I, I need you. a permit to I, grow tomatoes, broccoli, well, anything else? Devil's advocate here, tobacco. Right. Yeah. There's only four states that allow home grow for tobacco. Uh, so there, there is some argument if you really view it as a controlled substance. Again, tobacco, we know, statistically kills millions, millions. and millions more sure. people than cannabis ever has or ever will. Sure. I, I never thought I'd be the pragmatic one here on Unshackled. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like the free market guy talking to a bunch of people who are like, accepting this regulatory structure the way it is. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I hear you. You're not wrong. No, I, I love it. Oh, this has been a great one. This has been fantastic. Hell yeah. Um, and I'm glad that you guys are involved in Georgia because you guys are thinking through these things and hopefully your voice will be heard as it expands and expands and expands, right? They'll hear us whether or not they do anything about it. Yeah. Just that's, keep that's talking. Real keep question. writing stories. Write an article, oh, yeah. write an article about me. I'm an ex-prosecutor advocating. Really? I'm a great voice. I reason with a lot of uh, libertarian, Republican-minded individuals, because okay. that's the perspective I come from. And a lot of can uh, you keep Georgia red. Uh, Georgia's blue right now. Is it Atlanta's blue. blue. The rest We're of Georgia's blue. Georgia's Georgia yeah. itself yeah. is purple, purple, but the Atl Atlanta it's is is definitely yeah. blue. Except for cannabis policy. I'm, anyways, but go ahead. No, I mean that's it. Hey, on onions though, you come down, we'll get you a nice box of Vidalia <laughs> onions. Vidalia. All right, yeah. I'll treat you right. I'll trade you some Oaxacan. He's all ready for the yeah. onions. Yeah, I'll, I'll take some Oaxacan. So yeah, so you're I'll like take a, some as well. Onion connoisseur. Uh, my family has done some farming in the state. Uh, we go. love some. We love some good southern food. The cannabis gods told me how to get to his heart. There you go. He's, 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 with, he's, cl he's closer to us now. It worked. And we all need to come more over to you. Oh, and, and you know he's. It, don't think he's such a corporate cannabis fan, even though he's in that space 100%. He yeah. also supports the, the people that got us here. He yeah. really does. I know Matt. He supports the people that got us here. He supports yeah. the legacy market. He wants people to be a part of cannabis that belong to cannabis and have always been a part of cannabis, right? So he's he understands. With enough reflection, they will all come over. I agree. I'm saying eventually. I mean, I mean, there's some people, Hopefully. When the old heads get out. You know, some people are still over there in England and France and Germany. 100%. I would flip my shit if I had like an English citizenship or French. I mean, like the concept <laughs> that you even have a, a group, a family that's royal. I mean, it's unfortunately, weird. they've unraveled lots of it. Yeah. But it's never yeah. really unraveled. And maybe even in the United States, we haven't gone far enough to unravel that individual oh, we have spirit not. and that freedom that we need to get to. 
but cannabis is making a mistake, big mistake across the board, across the country, state by state. It's not it's, cannabis, though. It's, it's agreed. You know, it's not. We know where it is. We all know, know what where the issue is. And you want to hear a fucked up thing? About 30, 40 years from now, people are going to reflect and look at all these state by state, interstate markets, and look at this disaster and this nuances and yep. this stuff that. Uh, discredited government because there was ridiculous policies and regulations and they're going to blame the cannabis community but it's not us yeah no you know what i'm no. saying and that's why all well, that's where the education comes from right right it's not it's not they're going to blame, blame the cannabis plant they're going to say all this nonsense happened because everybody was stoned no but that's yeah. not why no. it happened sure all this nonsense happens because people were asleep they were inadvertently ignorant or yes. they were greedy and that's and why it's all and lazy laziness is what happened 100 percent. i love you guys I'm a big fan of Georgia Dow, but I'm still not a big fan of CNN. Charles, <laughs> same. Same here. All same. Right. All right. Hey, we've got better media in Atlanta. Yeah, independent right. media. One. Yeah. Independent right. media right here. Okay. Well, awesome. I'll, 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 take, I'll take you guys off the list. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there, there's a list. <laughs> Timothy McVeigh. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, take that back. Take, cut that out. This has been another episode of Meet Unshackled. Hell yeah.